It is the 200-level episode 313. Mike Carpenter in the basement on a Saturday afternoon. Illinois currently leading Wisconsin 30-27. to Some positives in that first half. A more inspired performance, especially after, I'd say, the first six or seven minutes where it looked more of the same. But after that first media timeout, overall pleased with the defensive effort in the half court and signs of life offensively. You know, Terrence Shannon Jr. was making the buckets for you early. Then he went out with two fouls. You see Jaden Epps, you see Coleman Hawkins get going a little bit. RJ hit a shot, which is big for him. I will let you know if you want to time this up exactly when my second half starts. I got the Hulu thing. Oh, and here we go. 20 minutes. Sincere Harris, that was pretty quick. 19.55 now. Illinois with the ball. We'll do a little bit of play-by-play, a little commentary, and hit the sponsors in a bit. Matthew Meyer takes it in, and he gets his own board up and in. So Illinois with a nice start to the second half, 32-27. to 27. Other good news for Illinois sports today. Malik Elzey commits to Brett Bielema, which I think was somewhat expected, though it was a fairly quiet recruitment. He didn't divulge a lot of details. So that was big news today in an all-star game. He puts on the Illinois hats. So the wide receiver room building up slowly but surely. So some talent back there. All right, this is going to be Crowell. He gets fouled by Dane Danger, which will be Dane's second foul. And he will go to the line to shoot two. Illinois can't lose this game, right? I don't think they can. Starting 0-4 in the Big Ten would be more than just the actual number of 0-4 I think would be really detrimental to this team because they are showing a concerted effort to do things a little bit differently. And to have Wisconsin without Tyler Wall still get the win despite feeling like maybe you've changed some things for the better, that would be, I think, pretty demoralizing going into Nebraska. So they have to win this game. Nebraska, by the way, wins in overtime at Minnesota. Hopefully they're good and tired when we play them Tuesday night. So Crowell makes one of two. We got 19-15 to go. Sincere Harris finds Dane Danger around the free throw line. Dane, one dribble, a little hook. Ah, he loses it. Getting a little too aggressive, and that's an early mistake offensively. I think the seventh turnover for Illinois. 19 minutes to go now in the second half. Chucky Hepburn with Coleman on him, so that means there might be a mismatch with Sincere on Gilmore, who had some good moments in the first half for Wisconsin. Of course he did. Crowell, decent take over Dane. It is now a two-point game. Of course. You know, it's amazing how Wisconsin sort of recycles through these just fundamentally sound, let's call it what it is, white basketball players. I find it excruciatingly boring, but guess what? They win a lot of games, and they do so by playing clean basketball. Ugh. Sincere Harris, top of the key, finds Matthew Meyer on the right side. The three is up. It is no good, but Dane gets the board over Chucky Hepburn. And a nice take, but a little bit too strong off the backboard. You know, Dane has great footwork, great hands. That one was probably extending himself a little bit too much. So Wisconsin chance to tie or take the lead, and Klesmet gets blocked by Matthew Meyer. How about that? Meyer on the outlet. He misses the dunk. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got some extracurricular possibilities to talk about here. Sky Clark, of course, the news yesterday. Have not mentioned that yet. We'll get to that. We'll get to what the rumor mill was spouting off. Matthew Meyer defensively kind of got taken there by Klesmet offensive board for Wisconsin this is Crowell backing down Dane trying to tie it and good no call Dane with some good defense there so 32 to 30 Illinois keeps the lead a block from Dane half court defense continues to be pretty good for Illinois all right Coleman Hawkins top of the three-point line here gets a pick right from Dane Trying to take it baseline. He gets stopped there in no man's land. He finds Sincere back out to Coleman, who looks for Terrence. Terrence taking it in for an easy dunk. Very nice action there offensively. A lot of movement. Good ball movement. And good away from the ball movement, too. And that's what set up uh, TSJ right there. Chucky Hepburn. Now to Jordan Davis. Because, of course, there's a brother. Klesman now with the ball. 16.55 to go. This second half moving pretty quickly. Four-point Illinois lead. Chucky Hepburn three. It is no good off the front of the rim. And a foul on Jordan Davis. He was on Meyer's back. So going the other way. A chance to extend the lead. He had a three-point lead at half. Four-point lead right now. Would love to give to this under-16 media timeout up six or seven. All right. 
Not really sure what the holdup here. Okay, cool. Coleman is inbounding it. Largest point per game increase among major conferences. Terrence Shannon plus 6.7 is fifth in the nation. You see Marcus Carr, Zach Eady on that list as well. Really good first half for Shannon when he was out there at least. And a good start to the second half. Shannon looks for Coleman. Three-pointer is up. It is good. He has three three-pointers. Really good looking stroke today. And when he's catch and shoot, much better than the, you know, kind of uh, fadeaway three-pointers or the 30-footers we've seen in recent games. That Really good stuff from Coleman. 37-30, to 30, Illinois with a seven-point lead, which is the spread that Vegas predicted. And Chucky Hepburn loses it out of bounds, going the other way. And I would imagine right now State Farm Center is very loud. I mean, this is a game where you sense the desperation and Wisconsin with that wall. That certainly doesn't help their case. There is an opportunity here to go up double digits, and the way this Wisconsin offense is, you would feel pretty good about that. All right, here is Terrence Shannon over to the right side, Sincere Harris, towards the top of the key with Coleman. We got 16 minutes exactly to go. Terrence Shannon back to Coleman, and he gets fouled in the lane. Okay, so Terrence Shannon gets fouled. That will be the second foul on Wisconsin, it looks like this half, as we take our first TV timeout. All right, going to hit up the sponsors real quick on this episode of the 200 level. DPDO online at dpdo.com for all the best deals and prices. dpdo.com. You can order online and get a custom zone with any topping you want or one of their favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana. That is dpdo.com. Also, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Give them a call today at 217 841 4728. And it might be a good time, actually, uh, to get a new hot water heater installed. I mean, your high energy bills might be due to an old hot water heater. And Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, you should give them a call and ask them about the Renai Energy Star Rated Tankless Water Heater. Those things are sick. They can come in and install it with their expert technicians. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Also, State Farm agent Brian Hansen, online at brianismyguy.com. For life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well at brianismyguy.com. We've been with him for over two years now. Going to stay with him for a while. Emailed with him a little bit on Friday, and, and he is a good person to talk to about sports. I might see if he can't come down and do a second half podcast with us. And I would recommend you go on to brianismyguy.com and get a free quote today for State Farm Insurance, which you know is the prices are going to be second to none. It's really the service from Brian that keeps us uh, with him and, and now and for the foreseeable future. That's brianismyguy.com. Finally, Rector Construction Online at R-E-C-T-O-R Construction.com for all your home exterior projects. And as you can see outside today, it ain't half bad. About 40 degrees in January. We got a couple warm weeks ahead. We might get through this winter A-OK. We'll see. But regardless, you can go on to rectorconstruction.com and request a free quote for any home exterior project. That is rectorconstruction.com. All right. We are about to get back underway here in the second half. Now, yesterday, the big news, of course, was Sky Clark, who was taking a personal leave from the team. And listen, the rumor mill was flying yesterday. Uh, it was a very, <laughs> a lot of drama kind of percolating in the afternoon, the evening, and then into this morning. And with Sky Clark, no one knows exactly what happened. Uh, if, if you want to take it at face value, the message from him that he's just taking a personal leave, that's fine. But if you think he's actually going to play another game for Illinois, I don't know what you're smoking. I don't see that happening. And I'm just going off of past context. When players do this, very rarely are they going to come back and play for that team again. So you're likely looking at a total bust for all intents and purposes. And if that sounds too harsh, I apologize, I guess. But uh, this was someone that came in here. They got the name, image, likeness, money. How much? I'm not sure. Probably a decent amount. And he's bailing two months into the season. Now, there may be some legit personal matters to take care of. As we saw earlier this week, Connor McCaffrey took a leave of absence from Iowa because of anxiety. And there are some things that are legit and some things that honestly sound to me like a PR-crafted message. Uh, all I'll say is I'm skeptical of what I saw yesterday from Sky Clark, but I won't speculate as to why he's leaving. It's just kind of uh, what could have been, and honestly, there weren't a lot of moments that we saw this year that um, I can latch on to and say he would have been a difference maker going forward. At least 
not the superstar we might have been hoping for. Okay, 15.48 to go. 37-30, Illinois with the ball here. There was a ball kind of tipped out of bounds by Wisconsin, so Illinois will get it out of bounds at 11 seconds on the shot clock and a chance to extend this lead, which would be pretty nice this early in the second half. I mentioned earlier Wisconsin's offense. If you get a certain lead on them, you feel pretty comfortable. This is Terrence Shannon with a three. It is up. It is good. 10-point Illinois lead. That's big. And a chance to continue to extend it and really put this game away. What I mean by that is Wisconsin, very efficient offensively. However, not the highest paced or fastest paced team that you're going to see. And eventually their time just kind of runs out. And without their leading score in Tyler Wall, it becomes that much more essential for them to not let this game slip away from them. As Crowell misses a three, Illinois with a 10-point lead, 15 15 to go, an 8-0 run for Illinois. Very good start to the half on both ends. Here's Coleman with another three from the left side. That is looking great today. He's got four threes, all catch and shoot, 43-30. to Man, Coleman, timeout for Wisconsin, and things are clicking. Vegas knows. Vegas knows. Now, yesterday... Got a lot of grief, let's say, for continuing to criticize Brad Underwood for what had happened, whether it be the Sky Clark thing. And again, we don't know the circumstances, but the perception doesn't look great either. And sometimes it feels like you really need to lay out the full argument. One, you all know I've liked Brad Underwood for the last two and a half years, big time. Two, I'm criticizing what I see right now. Three, I'm not calling on him to be fired. But Ford, most importantly, I think we would all agree the last month has not been good. And in fact, and oftentimes has been kind of embarrassing. It is not too late. It's not. And today they had to win by any means necessary. Now, if you happen to win with some style points and you get some mojo back, then all of a sudden you feel like, well, wait a second. We could maybe look at that month down the road and say that was just a really bad slump and that this team kind of equalized. They found their footing again after what was a really good First four weeks of the season, a not so good uh, second four weeks. And then what if you get things going again here in early January? A win against number 14, Wisconsin, that even though I don't think they're the 14th best team in the country, they will have a good NCAA tournament resume. This would be a high quality win matched with Texas and UCLA. I know those are the marquee wins. This is a solid win you can add to the resume. More than what an Indiana could say right now, because good God, I don't know what's going on with them. Actually, I do. They're Indiana. They aren't that good. So this is just a step in the right direction. If they can continue to play like this today, win comfortably, that's a bonus. And to see the confidence offensively grow, because we did see signs defensively on Wednesday night. As bad as that game got, you saw signs defensively in the half court that this team was starting to figure things out a little bit. Unfortunately, you turn the ball over so much that Northwestern had a bunch of easy shots. And they end up winning by 13. Well, today, you're matching that good half-court offense, or defense, excuse me, with a good half-court offense. And one that is not turning the ball over. And one that's moving the ball around and and finding good shots, high-quality shots. I mean, I think any of us would live with what the offense is looking like today. And it took them five or six minutes to get into it, but they did. So, this is uh, encouraging. And... For anyone that would say, ah, oh, you called out Brad Underwood too soon. That, this does not negate the fact that the last four weeks were far worse than they probably had to be. But I will be the first one to heap praise on him if he turns this thing back around, gets you in the tournament, top half finish in the Big Ten, and a couple tournament wins. As we all know, that's the goal. It doesn't really matter what your seed is or what you finish in the Big Ten, as long as you make the tournament and make some noise there. And this team, when they are playing well, as we saw early this season, is capable of it. What today is hopefully going to provide this team with is a little bit of momentum, a reminder that when they do the simple things, they're pretty good. And there's a reason I was so high on this team. And uh, right now, it's encouraging to see these things sort of work in, in synergy with one another. All right, this is from K. Andrew. Criticism is plenty fair. And that's all it was, K. Andrew. Like, I'm not abandoning ship on Brad Underwood. He's he's safe here, and I think he should be because he's earned it. But maybe, as we've seen today, he's had a couple moments, but mostly with officials. You know, the approach has been different. I think he said something yesterday to the effect of, I like what we've seen in practice, so I'm going to be more stoic, I think was the word. Okay, we're back underway here. 
This is Chucky Hepburn. Jaden Epps on him. You know, I don't mind that defense from Jaden Epps. That's a strong take from Hepburn, but you made him work for it. That's a experienced point guard scoring over a freshman point guard, but I will still take that half-court defense. 14-40 to go, but uh, this can't happen. Chucky Hepburn steals it from Epps, and just like that, four quick points. I know that the point guard position is lacking without a Sky Clark, but freshman or not, you can't do that. That was just a boneheaded play. Okay. Illinois still up nine, fortunately, but they got to respond on offense here. Shannon looking for Coleman, top of the key, over to Jaden Epps. Jaden, back to Coleman. Coleman pump fakes, and he loses it. So these are three bad possessions in a row. Chucky Hepburn with the ball and a chance to get within seven or six. Klesmet, thank God he misses it. It's like they have a, a laboratory on, on the Madison campus to just pump out guys like Klesmet. Gag me with a spoon. 43 to 34, 1350 to go. Here's Terrence Shannon Jr. looking for Coleman. It is off of Coleman's foot. Now he's saying it went off Wisconsin's foot and they might change it here. And let's see. Cannot tell. They're having a discussion. There was one guy that was literally right there and would have seen a carom off of his foot. God. <laughs> Whatever. 1348 to go. Let's see this replay here. I mean, it looked like it went off Coleman, to be honest. Regardless, three bad possessions in a row offensively for Illinois. Nine-point lead. Crowl with the ball up top. This is Hepburn now. Klesman looking to get open. Oh. Chucky Hepburn trying to take it to the rim. Looking, looking. And he gets the foul and one. Oh, my God. Seven-point lead. Well, here's the thing. Uh, well, first, I want to get to this chat window. Would love to see this from Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. Would love to see Coleman and Shannon really start to gel. Feels like that could get this team over the hump. Agreed, Ryan. Those are the two guys because Matthew Meyer can get his buckets. Today, not so much. But I, I really don't view him as anything more than an X factor. I think the two alpha dogs have to be Terrence and Coleman. And there were a couple games in November where that was the case, and you felt pretty optimistic because of that. Well, boys and girls, it's a seven-point lead, and that 11-point lead got a quick little run here for Wisconsin. Actually, it was a 13-point lead. He misses the free throw, fortunately. So that's a 6 nothing run for Wisconsin. Got to stop the bleeding here. You know that people might be puckering up at the State Farm Center a little bit. This is Matthew Meyer. Up top to Jaden Epps, who gets the pick left from Dane Danger. Back up top to Matthew Looking for Dane, but instead to Coleman, and then over to Terrence Shannon, right wing, looking for Meyer, who loses the damn ball, but he does get fouled. And Wisconsin, it is amazing to me how handsy they are defensively. And it's almost like a reputation precedes them. Over the years, they build up this reputation as they don't foul, they don't foul. So therefore, the refs kind of perpetuate that and don't call fouls. I think that the contact on their end has been just about as much as Illinois. Right now, they have three fouls to Illinois, too, in this half. Meyer with a strong take, and he will go to the line. Klesman's like, what, me? Oh, or is this a Asijan? I, I don't know, and I don't care, frankly. But they'll be there for the next four years, making threes and hustling. Ugh. You know, the more I watch Wisconsin, I just, I hate them. I hate them with every fiber of my being. I hate their cute and cuddly warmth. I love the city of Madison. I get why they're all so freaking happy up there. But I'm tired of them. I'm tired of their Dennis-looking head coach. And Luke Fickle's not going to help matters, okay? I'm sorry. Him and his chiclet teeth are not going to help matters. It's going to annoy the hell out of me. 44 to 36. Matthew Meyer makes both. 45 to 36. I know I'm not above name calling. I'm sorry. I got it better out than in. Got to get it out. 45 to 36 with 12.55 to go here in the second half. Chucky Hepburn, nice take and a nice block from Dane, but a nice putback from Crowell. So the Chucky Hepburn show well underway. Him and his afro. I do dig the afro. Why does a, a guy like him have to be on Wisconsin? Terrence Shannon Jr. with the ball. 12.35 to go. He gets a pick right from Dane. Trying to go baseline, but gets shut off. Here is Dane looking for the hook shot. What a nice looking hook shot. Dane has such good hands, such good feet, very comfortable around the rim. 
Awesome stuff. So back to a nine-point lead. So, you know, Wisconsin, signs of life here, but still down nine. It feels like if you can just absorb this little punch that you're getting, go on another four-nothing, six-nothing run, you can put them right back away. Great defense by Meyer. No foul called, as there should not have been. I will say the rest are letting them play today, and I like that. Coleman with the ball. 12 minutes to go. Very quick-moving game on the Saturday afternoon. Coleman looking to go right. He finds, nope, bad pass to Danger. And we are going to go to a media timeout. Brad Underwood says, calm down. And agree, don't get too damn cute with those passes. He expected Dane to cut like a guard, and Dane doesn't have that kind of speed. All right, with this media timeout, a reminder, DPDO, online at dpdo.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, online at dpdo.com. Custom zones with any topping you want. Favorites like the Maui Wowie or the Buffer Zone, order today at dpdo.com. All right, uh, let's see if there's any other business we need to take care of. You know, I was talking about Sky Clark earlier, and uh, I don't know the kid. Good luck to him. I hope he, this is, how to say this without sounding like a jerk. Eventually, there are only so many long-winded student-athlete essays that I can read about whatever thing they got to do to go away and, and figure things out. Uh while some of them are legit, I also worry that some of these, the more and more you read of them and, and, and the more and more well-crafted they are in a PR perspective, that they aren't really genuine. And when you see the vagaries of the Sky Clark tweet, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm skeptical. And if that makes me a jerk, fine. I'm not going to speculate. I'm just skeptical. And I'm not going to play that game of, okay, addition by subtraction, you got rid of some toxic element because I don't know if he was or was not. And in fact, I've heard conflicting reports about that, that he actually is a really good kid and there's no issues. And then you hear other things that no, in fact, the players couldn't stand him. And I don't know which is true and it's probably somewhere in the middle. I mean, these are 18 to 22 year olds with egos that are trying to, trying to coexist with one another, let alone get along. So Whatever the case may be, if th- this week it just seems like the number of tweets and essays from these student athletes, whether it be I'm coming back or I'm going to the draft or I got to take a personal leave, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's just, in a way, even when it is earnestly done, it's ego stroking is what it is. Do I need to read these things? No, and often I don't. I, I don't need to read. I didn't even read Devin Witherspoon and Chase Brown's farewell. Like, I appreciate everything they did, but I'm not going to read a five-paragraph tweet. Now, there's plenty of people that will then reply on Twitter with orange and blue diamonds and say, go on, I, thanks for everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just, when you get enough of these, it eventually just becomes kind of annoying. I... I sound like a grump. I get it, but I'm just saying I've, I've seen these tweets time and time again. So when the Sky Clark thing came out long after, and I say a couple hours after the news came that he was leaving, I thought, okay, this is this damage control? I don't know. That might be that might be unfair. Now, Kay Andrews says, the way Underwood supported Sky's PR statement, if the rumors are true with his own, I'm sure they work together to try to keep each other from looking bad. Exactly. You know, Andrew, that's exactly what I think. And I think it's shrewd on both of their accounts if that is the case. I don't begrudge them for it. Um, it, The timing of each message seemed to be like, okay, how can we make this look okay for both of us? And that's smart. That's what the game you've got to play. And it probably indicates that there really is no long-lasting ill will. But I just don't imagine Sky Clark is ever going to step foot on this court again. And... You know, as, as who said this here? It was Bobo. Didn't Clark go to four different high schools? Yeah, and it's like eventually it just, I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry. I, I just don't need to hear that crap. It's just diva behavior. And then someone would say, well, oh, think of their personal. I'm sure there might be some personal issues too. But you know what? Everyone's got to deal with that. It's sort of like the Harry and Megan stuff on Netflix, how they complain about, well, their family didn't like them that much. And it's like, well, guess what? Come, join the club. Uh, this world's smallest violin for each and every little thing is just freaking tiresome. Jaden Epps, nice take up and in. And a big bucket, too, to go back up nine. All right, I'll get off my high horse about that. Sorry if I sound like a jerk, but I feel like someone's got to say it. 49 to 40, 11 minutes to go. So Illinois defensively has to get back to what they were doing the first four minutes of this half and really the better part of the first half. And Matthew Meyer... Gets taken to the rim 
by someone six inches shorter than him. Oh. Another weird thing that happened yesterday was this rumor that was circulating on message boards and that there was some sort of season-ending injury. And you're thinking, who, who? And you're think, thinking, of course. Of course it's going to happen. And the name Matthew Meyer kind of crept out there. And then he was out there in warm-ups today and he's playing. I got to say, I'm, I'm not a big fan of his game. I'm not. I don't like anyone that's that bad on defense and really has no reason to be. And when he's not making buckets, I don't know what he brings you. you know, he's not really the galvanizing force that a veteran like him should be. So I was kind of looking forward to a Meyerless day, but no, he's out there. All right, here's Terrence Shannon Jr., and they still are not calling the foul. He's trying to initiate contact, and they will not call the foul on Wisconsin. That's got to be frustrating for Terrence because, I mean, they are letting them play, but at a certain point, give them the benefit of the doubt. Wisconsin just kind of throwing their bodies at him. All right, this is going to be, oh, my God, and a silly foul from Shannon. That's got to be double frustrating because, you know, yeah, he bumped him. That was clearly a foul, and I can't tell if that's Klesmet or Seijin, and I frankly don't care. But as I watch this replay, I mean, you could say the crowd just went straight up, but I'm sorry, there's enough contact there to call the freaking foul. And it's not like Wisconsin fans would say, that's not kosher. I mean, maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't, but Jesus I'd say call it both ways. They've kind of let it go, but it's like <sighs> Terrence with three now, three fouls with 10, 12 to go. This is going to be right down to the buzzer, isn't it? This is not going to be some easy win because why would it be? It's Wisconsin. Chucky Hepburn trying to break down Sincere Harris. He takes it to the rim. He finds it. He kicks it back out to Gilmore, who kicks it back out to Jordan Davis, who gets the ball tipped. Nice from Coleman Hawkins on the three-pointer. So good recovery on defense from Coleman. Matthew Meyer wants the three. There we go. See, I always love the kid. 10-point lead for Illinois, 52-42. to 42. Seven points for Meyer, one to two from three. He has had a couple of looks at the basket. And a big defensive possession now that we're under 10, and you have a chance to continue to hold them at more than arm's length here. Here's Crowell with Coleman on him, having to play five, and that's way too easy for Crowell. It's like they just rinse and repeat. They recycle these bigs at Wisconsin. Not that he's a Kaminsky or anything, but just a solid five. All right, Stephen Crowell with 11 points and nine boards today. Here's RJ. Back to Coleman. Coleman three is up and good. Unbelievable. Coleman with five threes. I think he's five for six. He is. 17 points. And I will say they're they're letting them play because Harris just had a bump there on on Hepburn. They let it go. Would have been a touch foul, but they're letting them get physical out there. So I'm okay with that. If If that's the consistency. But then again, now they call a push on Coleman. And I'm thinking Coleman's got his arms out. And I kind of agree. That inconsistency kind of drives me nuts. But regardless, Coleman is shooting it amazingly well tonight. Not that you would expect that every night, but I hope that they found something here. What he did so often in the last month is he'd get that open look and he'd pump fake and it end up going nowhere. But today he's just shooting the open three and you want him to keep doing that. If it's two for six and not five for six, I'd still want him shooting those threes. It's, it's a shot worth taking. All right, this is 55 to 44. 8.40 to go. This is Chucky Hepburn trying to do a little pick and roll action with Crowell. It's a two-man game. And Sincere Harris, oh, man, he gets fouled on. Okay, this is what happened here for those that are listening and trying to get a recap. Sincere Harris plays the passing lane. He almost gets the steal. He gets fouled. And it looks like, a, yeah, he kind of got tripped up there from Crowell. Awesome job by Sincere Harris. Illinois gets the ball. Five fouls on each team, so I'm not usually one to ever say the refs are the reason why a team wins or loses. I know some games earlier this year, Illinois fans have felt like the officiating has been one-sided in the opposite direction. I I appreciate games that, one, like today, are going fairly quickly, and two, you do see a pretty balanced approach to the calls. Now, Harris is on the left side of the wing here. This is going to be Jaden Epps in the corner. He pump fakes, a nice pump fake, but got a little too careless with the pass to Ty. And what you see from him and Ty today, what looked to be good ideas, 
with passing are actually just a little too cute and they've resulted in some turnovers. So I'll chalk that up to them just being freshmen for the time being. Illinois trying to recover defensively. A three for Wisconsin, no good. Big miss. Still an 11-point lead for Illinois. Okay. But yeah, it's freshmen. That's one of those freshmen being freshman moments. You appreciate that they don't want to be selfish and they're trying to find their teammates and get creative with their passing, but just don't get too cute. Don't overthink it. Here's Jaden with 7.40 to go in what seems to be the quickest moving second half I've remembered in a long time. Here is Sincere behind the back, finding Ty. Ty taking it into the lane, and he finishes. Beautiful move, Ty Rogers. He's got the body. He's got the look. And now it's just about letting the game kind of slow down as Chucky Hepburn dribbles off his foot with Sincere Harris on him. Illinois back to a 13-point lead, and it looks like State Farm Center is feeling it. Really nice sequence right there for Illinois. When they needed it the most. That's cool. That's really cool. All right, let's see what we got here. Ryan says, Chucky Hepburn's going to have a night- nightmares of Harris. Maybe so. And K. Andrew says, what a defensive effort by Sincere. He is the man. I mean, he doesn't need to stuff the stat sheet for you to fall in love with his game. He is just immediately likable. Hey, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing is your home's best friend. And not only do they do HVAC stuff, but... You can get a new hot water heater, which if you look at your electricity bill, I mean, these are not the good months for that anyways, but you can ultimately save money on your utility bills, and that includes their, let me make sure I get this name right. Gosh darn it. I just had it up here. Sorry, guys. Renai. I think I'm saying that right. Renai Energy star-rated tankless water heater. These tankless water heaters are amazing because they heat the water as it goes through it, so you don't need to have this gigantic tank in your basement like we do. Ours is fine, but if we were to upgrade in a few years, I could see us going this direction. And anyone that has it swears by it. So go online to Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, or sorry, give them a call. That's much easier. At 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Bobo says, Illinois made their last five threes. And Terry says, isn't this more fun when the offense clicks better and makes shots? Well, guys, correct on both count, both counts, Bobo with the stat and Terry with the observation. I, I think that Wisconsin, even without Wall, they're a pretty decent defensive team. I'd have to check Ken Palm and, and other analytics if that is really the case or if they've kind of been lucky this year. You know, I have no love lost with the Wisconsin basketball program, and I often think they are lucky instead of good. But the results are there. They win games, and more often than not, defense is a part of that. So I'm really encouraged by the way Illinois' offense seems to have found something. In one game, and not to say it'll stick, but the thing that they're doing well, or the things they're doing well, start with the fact that they aren't really turning the ball over that much. I'd have to see the stats, and I don't know if in the chat window any of you guys have the stats handy as to how many turnovers there have been. It doesn't feel like too many. Like when Jaden just had the bad pass there to... Ty Rogers felt like we hadn't had one in a while. For the most part, you're moving the ball and yet you aren't being careless with it. And you're finding out that there's really simplicity to it. Kind of playing through Dane a little bit. We saw that in the first half. You were able to kick it out and get some open looks from three. You're starting to let the guys that can attack the rim attack the rim. You're starting to see more consistent confidence in a Jaden Epps. The numbers may not bear that out today. He's not having some superstar game, but he is nonetheless... Happy to take it to the rim. I'm encouraged. And I don't want to say this is the turning point because really it all comes down to how you follow this up at Nebraska. You can't win this game and then lose at Nebraska and expect this to feel like a turnaround. What you are looking though, looking at is an opportunity to win this game and go beat a Nebraska team that just had to win an emotional game in overtime at Minnesota. And I like that. I always like the situational thing there where it's not who you play, but when you play him. And then set up a huge game next Friday against Michigan State where you could, if you take care of business tonight and against Nebraska, find yourself in an absolutely electric atmosphere to go back 500 in the Big Ten and and really get yourself off the bubble again because this team doesn't need, oh, nice feed to Coleman, to Dane, and Dane just can't finish the dunk. Pretty ball movement. You just got to finish that. Point being, 
Finish this off with seven minutes to go. 13-point lead for Illinois. Get the win Tuesday. Set up a monster game Friday against Michigan State. This is Crowell. Three is up and good. Why wouldn't it be? Though, granted, I think they are five for 21 from three. So it's not like Wisconsin's killing you from there. All right, Sincere brings it across half court. Finds RJ. Left side, RJ with the ball. Looking for Dane. Top of the key. Dane. Looking for RJ? No. Instead, he's taking it himself. He finds Sincere, left side. Now back up to Terrence. 10 on the shot clock. Top of the key. Going to get a pick left from Dane. Now he's going right in the lane. From the free throw line, no good, but he does get fouled. And this is a touch foul from Jordan Davis. I wonder if he got his elbow. Maybe we'll get a replay on it. Bobo says seven turnovers apiece, and Illinois has 13 assists. Any game in which you have a two-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio, you have a good chance of winning. And those kinds of numbers are Wisconsin numbers. I, I like how you were, you're were you able to play their game in essence. You would have thought Wisconsin would muck it up a little bit, and I guess in some ways they, they do because you aren't going to score 80 points tonight. But, yeah, there is a – what would be the word – I mean, Illinois is not playing scared. They aren't playing timid. They're just playing within themselves. They're playing controlled. And Wisconsin's not going to give you the most pressure. I mean, their defense isn't that kind of defense, but impressive nonetheless for Illinois now. Back up 12 after two free throws from Terrence Shannon Jr. 6.23 to go. 59 to 47. Sincere on Chucky Hepburn. Causing issues. Sincere not in foul trouble tonight, so he can go, he can go for it. Coleman. Up on Crowell. I like that matchup, actually, as Dane takes a seat. This is Chucky Hepburn again over to Crowell. Two-man game. Crowell up and good. Talented son of a gun. Do we have to play at Wisconsin this year? Can you guys help me out in the chat window? I feel like they're a single play, though I might be wrong. I, I don't want to go up there necessarily because I want to keep this win streak going. We get a foul away from the ball on Jordan Davis again. That'll be, I think, seven on Wisconsin, so you should get a one-on-one. Hey, Big Tota. No need to apologize for being late. It's a matinee basketball game. And we still got the whole day left after it. So a win would feel really good. Okay, 10-point lead. Steven Crowell with 14 this half. That's pretty damn impressive. Who we got the line? Matthew Mayer, Meyer, excuse me, with one. Back to an 11-point lead. Oh, God, that's right. We played Wisconsin on the 28th. I forgot about that. Ugh. Not going to look forward to that. This is what I do, and I like Robbie Hummel. I think the play-by-play guy is good. As long as I can't hear the loudness of a Cole Center or like the Maryland game, if I would have heard the crowd and how loud they were, it would have just added insult to injury. I don't, I don't like that. I kind of prefer muting it and just ranting and raving down here as Meyer makes both. 61 to 49, 552 to go. Uh, looks like something good is about to happen here because Bobo, you are probably a little bit ahead of me. This is Sincere Harris gets leveled on a pick, but Illinois now has a chance on a break. This is going to be Hawkins, another three. That's what Bobo was reacting to. Is that his six or his seventh? He's six for seven, I think. Unbelievable. Sincere Harris gets the steal. He's trying to take it. No, he brings it back out. And this is going to be Terrence Shannon Jr. three. No good. But Meyer gets the rebound. He finds Sincere over to Hawkins. Oh, my God. No way. Oh, that would have been nice. 64 to 49. It's got to be buzzing there at the State Farm Center. We deserved some happiness. We did. We deserved something to go our way. Chucky Hepburn, three. Ah, you stinker. 12-point lead. Greg Gard calls a timeout. You kill Joy. Uh, five point or five minutes left in the game in the 12-point Illinois lead. But, yeah, we, need, we needed something, didn't we? I mean, God. The way everything. If you would have told me when Illinois was 7-1 in football, right, and we were entering November, that this is how the last two-plus months would have panned out, I would have been absolutely depressed you live through it and it sucks of course but you know all the losses and disappointments they're kind of staggered we needed some good news so hawkins 20 on 7 to 10 from the field 6 of 8 from 3 wow okay uh let's see here before i forget we got another sponsor to thank of course that's rector construction online at rectorconstruction.com for all your home exterior projects these guys are the goods 
expert uh, craftsmen, great customer service. They've been giving back to this community since they got started. And as a townie, I really do appreciate that. Great guys over at Rector Construction. Get a free quote on your next home exterior project today at rectorconstruction.com. Illinois with the ball, five minutes to go, 12-point lead. Man, that th- that other three from Coleman would have put you up 18, would have felt nice. He had to shoot it. I mean, when you're that hot, you have to shoot that. It was a good look. Jaden with the ball to bring it up court. Hepburn on him. He gets across the timeline, no problem. Remember last year when DeMonte would have to bring it up every now and then? Ooh. Good pressure D from Hepburn, but Illinois controls it with 15 on the shot clock. Meyer looking for Terrence, and Terrence getting a little too overzealous. A turnover there, trying to get a little cute on kind of a give and go. He thought Meyer was going to cut. Just not a good pass. Here's Crowell. Hawkins doesn't get out on him, but fortunately, we got a foul on Meyer? I don't know, man. I mean, just get the rebound. Jesus. He drives me nuts. I'm sorry. Meyer drives me nuts. It's 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 the things, the intangible things that certain players exude. So if you ask me to really quantify what about Meyer drives me nuts, certainly the bad defense is at the top of it. It's the whole thing. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. 10-point lead with 4.20 to go as Crowell scores yet again. Now, you see Danger's not out there, and I got to think that's because of the free throw shooting percentage. Because with being in the bonus, you want some good shooters out there, and it looks like all the guys out there are pretty good from the line for Illinois. This is Jaden Epps over to Terrence Shannon Jr. We got 10 on the shot clock. Coleman 3 is no good. That one had a hand in his face. So now, with 4 to go... Wisconsin can get back within single digits. Does this become a white knuckler? Remember the Trice game? Not to dredge up memories, he did win that game, even though Trice scored like 20 points in the last four minutes. Here is Gilmore. He's been quiet since the first half. He's trying to score on Coleman. He does not good defense by Coleman. I mean, really? You want Gilmore shooting that? The balls of this Wisconsin team. Letting Gilmore try to break a guy down. It took him eight freaking seconds. If he would have made that, I would have... Threw up in my mouth a little bit. All right, here is Terrence over to the right side to Coleman. Coleman now to Jaden at the top of the key. Looking to drive right. Tries to get a seal from Coleman. He will go to the line, though, after the break with 319 to go. Shooting one and one. Unless they give him two there and say he was going up for a layup. All right, last media timeout. Got to remind you, the 200 level is brought to you by... Brian Hansen, your State Farm agent at brianismyguy.com for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it. Brian is my guy, and he can be your guy as well. That is brianismyguy.com. Man, what a 24 to 48 hours for Illinois basketball. Really, what a 72 to 96 if you want to go all the way back to Wednesday. That was uh, bad, and I spoke about that on Thursday. Overall, I feel optimistic that this can be a game that gets them back to a certain level of basketball that will get them in the tournament. I'm not going to count on any Big Ten titles or anything like that, and frankly, that's who cares, right? Right. It's really, at this point, a game-to-game kind of situation where if you can string together a few of these, then you feel pretty good going forward. The home games that you got this the rest of this month, I think it's Michigan State, Indiana, and Ohio State. Michigan State's next, and I forget which comes after that, but you get those wins, then those are three more quality wins that you put in your resume and try to sneak out a road win like uh, at Nebraska. I mean, I really do feel like if you were to go back to John Gross's first year, and I, I don't want to go back to the Gross era, but when you really needed a win, you got one against Indiana at home, but more importantly, after that, you went up to Minnesota a few days later and you won. And that got you to four and seven in the Big Ten, and you continue that momentum to get you in the tournament. So that's what you need to do. You cannot win this if you close it out and then go lay an egg because that undoes any good that you would have done tonight. Big Tota says, just make the tournament. I'll call the season a success. You know, it's funny, Big Tota, how our expectations go up and go down based on what we see. I, I still think... Just making the tournament, but let's say losing in the first or second round, you think, okay, well, what do we do here? Now, what does change that a little bit is if as the season goes on, 
you start to see development in the guys that are going to be here for the next two to three years. And I know in college basketball, there's no guarantee that anyone's going to be here more than, in this case, as we saw this year, two months. But the Jaden Epps and the Dane Danges of the world specifically, and even the Ty Rogers, but Luke Goody when he comes back, RJ, these are the things that you want to see coupled with an NCAA tournament appearance so that when a Terrence Shannon and a Matthew Meyer and maybe maybe Coleman, I mean, he's having a great game today, but pretty rough last month. But you know that he's not long for this program probably either. So it's coupling, making the tournament, seeing development from these younger guys that you think are going to be the core pieces going forward. And then with a good recruiting class coming in next year, and some spots opening up probably in the transfer portal, you wonder, does the approach in getting transfers change? Uh, Or is there a different kind of guy that Brad Underwood would be looking for? I think Terrence Shannon Jr. is is a success. I know he hasn't been the alpha that we would have liked him to be. Matthew Meyer kind of leaves you wanting because of the intangible stuff that doesn't always feel good. Dane Danger certainly is working out, and you still got three more years with him. But the Sky Clark, for example, not a transfer, but a recruit, you know that was a name image likeness deal. We got the resources to use name image likeness, and I want them to, but does that change at all going forward in terms of the kinds of guys you're looking for? Jaden Epps makes the free throw to go back up nine, or is that to go back up 10? I think to go back up nine. Here's a big one here. He's got 13 on the day. Actually, that's more than I thought he had. Nice, Jaden. 65 to 54. Is that right? It is. Okay, so now you're up 11. I'm sorry. I'm this is why I'm not an accountant like my parents and sister. 11-point lead with 3-11 to go. Wisconsin needs to score on almost every possession going forward, it would feel like. Here is Klesman. Oh, look at Terrence getting the steal. Dunk it. That's a big one. That's awesome. Steal and the dunk. State Farm Center got to be going wild. Way to go, Terrence. 67-54. to 54. And wow, he read that from the jump all alone, one-handed, looks beautiful. Okay, is Wisconsin going to call a timeout? They're just showing the replay a couple times here. That was pretty sick. All right, Wisconsin with the ball. This is Chucky Hepburn, freaking Crowl. Oh, my God. He's going to finish with like 30, and that's just going to be really annoying. And, and Chucky Hepburn gets the steal, and Hawkins fouls him. One step forward, two steps back. You can't fix stupid overnight, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot fix stupid overnight. And that's a stupid little sequence right there. Um, you know, I questioned the basketball IQ of this team on Thursday. If that's harsh, don't know what to tell you. But, I mean, that, that right there, what we just saw was just bad. You, you can't have that. So now it's an eight-point game. Ten, excuse me. God, I suck at math. Ten-point game. Chucky Hepburn trying to make it nine with 2.40 to go. Ohio State and Maryland. Maryland has stunk recently. Jeez. Okay, the second free throw up and good for Hepburn. It is a nine-point Illinois lead as we see some full-court pressure from Wisconsin. And they trap Jaden, and he's got called timeout. But they do get a foul on Carter Gilmore. Like, I mean, look at Who is he? Where did he come from? Only at Wisconsin. I, Illinois will never have a Carter Gilmore on their team, nor do I want it. But it's just the same freaking thing. Why is it that the Wisconsin's and the Iowa's of the world, every year they just recycle the same freaking prototype of a player? And they get away, well, Wisconsin gets away with it, Iowa less so. Jaden at the line, he's got a one and one here, nine team fouls on Wisconsin. That one is up and good. A shooter's roll, as they would say. Soft touch. 10-point lead for Illinois with 2.37 to go. Bobo says, you can hear it on the radio, the crowd is loud. Yeah, it's desperation time. Like, they sense it. The team senses it. You had to win today. You're looking good in that regard. And it's Wisconsin. So whether you're 0-3 in the conference or not, it's it's still a game you have to get up for. There is no choice but to win. Jay Neps makes both. Big game for him, 15 points. 69 to 58, 235 to go. Here's Chucky Hepburn. It's going to be him or Crowell, or is it going to be Klesmet? RJ, nice defense on Klesmet. Getting up in his grill. I like it. Terrence Shannon on Hepburn. Good help from RJ to stop him. This is going to be Klesmet, or is that a Seijin? I don't know. I don't care. Here's Chucky Hepburn 
Going right, gets the pick from Crowell. Crowell with a three, it is up. It is no good. And a rebound for Jaden Epps. He falls out of bounds, so he has to throw it back in. Illinois scrambling on defense. And we have now Crowell to, oh, Terrence Shannon gets the block on this little white doofus. God, I love it. Which one, again, don't care. 11-point lead for Illinois and a foul on one of these little dingbats. Sorry if you're a Badgers fan listening to it. I just can't stand. I cannot stand. Asijian. Made-up name. I don't believe that's actually a name. I don't. Ryan says, The Brad Davison lab deep in some Midwestern woods is in full swing. Apparently. Though that guy, man, was he easy to hate. Almost, Almost to a level where you kind of respected him because everybody likes a villain all right Meyer misses the free throw don't get me started uh let's see here big tota says on the bad can front ty's mom chose to leave or bad fan front ty's mom chose to leave in a lot facebook group because the name calling of players bad luck for us fans but a lot of positive support came from it afterwards it's tough i mean i other than saying they have a low basketball IQ, and I think I used the word dimwit on the last podcast, or I think I said basketball morons in a tweet. Yeah, I haven't been innocent either. I haven't called out any individual other than Meyer to an extent. I don't think at least. But I also don't go on a Facebook group when I know there's parents there. Here's the thing. I mean, I've had Coleman Hawkins' sister find multiple times, find me criticizing his play, and then she has something to say about it. Well, you know, I, I get it, but I don't. I mean, if you're a parent or a sibling, it comes to the territory. I mean, they could go anywhere, and the fan base is going to do the same thing. So if the, I'm not, I, I refuse, and I understand what you're saying here, Big Tota, but I'm just not going to play the world's smallest violin for parents and siblings. Like, this is, it comes to the territory. It sucks. It's unfortunate. It just comes with it. So they could play anywhere and go on any Facebook group, and they're going to get the same thing. I mean, if that's what's ultimately going to get a kid to, like, leave, and I don't know if Sky Clark, he feels... He got benched. I mean, wouldn't that seem to be the most likely reason? Regardless, even if the worst things are being said about him, it's while that's not acceptable, I just, this takes me back to last year, a year, two years ago maybe, where the DIA had this PR campaign about don't be mean to us. Kofi had one. A women's swimmer had one. And I thought to myself, who is criticizing the women's swimmer on Twitter? Nobody. And I thought, it's sports. It sucks, but you're a collegiate athlete, especially the revenue sports, and especially the ones now getting paid for it. You're going to have that happen. Too bad, so sad. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I'm being callous about it. I know it wouldn't feel good. But the other option is don't read it. I get plenty of people, and apples and oranges, but plenty of people that say plenty of mean things about me. I mute them. It's pretty easy. I don't block them. They can read whatever they want to. I mute them. Sticks and stones can break my bones, right? Well, anyways, Terrence makes two free throws here to go up 72 to 59. And we are 11 for 15 from the line. That's pretty good, Bobo. I mean, good enough, I should say, considering where you were. Matthew Meyer has a couple of those misses. I need to get off of that. I'm sorry. I'm staying positive. But inbound here, and they got to travel on Jaden. Yeah, he slid his foot. So Wisconsin doing that thing where they linger around and they'll make sure that we get every bit of tick that we can of basketball here. And a quick timeout from Brad Underwood. Probably smart. Oh, wait, no, I thought he motioned for a three. He did. He motioned for a 30-second timeout. Remember a couple years ago, was it Alondo Tucker that started yelling at DeMonte? Ah, those are the days. That run that that team two years ago for Illinois had, even when Iowa went out, and it was the wins at Wisconsin and Michigan and at Ohio State. Wow. One all three. That that was up there with the best eight-day stretches that I've seen. 10 of 19 from three for Illinois. So what does that mean? 10 for 19, and I think Coleman's six for nine. That means the rest of you are four for 10. So that's not bad. I mean, 19 threes a game, that is okay. 20-ish a game, perfectly fine. You, you want to avoid the 30. And you got too many good athletes to not try to attack the rim and, and get some easy twos. Okie doke. Upcoming schedule for Wisconsin. A lot of winnable games there. You know, Northwestern better win that game 
when they host Wisconsin on January 21st. I'm going to be very even more annoyed if Northwestern just completely sucks the rest of the year. And here's the three. No good. Illinois doesn't get the board. I mean, just clean up the board. You're bigger than them. Okay, 72 to 63. Jaden gets the ball. Nice little kickback to Meyer. Way to break the press. Very easy for Illinois there. <laughs> Klesman hustling for the foul. This is what they do at Wisconsin. They hustle to foul the player. Don't you love it? That's the way basketball should be played. Hustling your ass down the court to slap the guy's arm. They do it the right way. It reminds me, like, and I'm not going to crap on the Cardinals. I'm a Yankees fan, so it's no skin off my back, but the Cardinal way. Similarly, there is the Badger way. The Badger way of playing basketball. And Terrence misses the front end of this double bonus opportunity. Off the front of the rim. It's a nine-point lead. Don't let this get interesting. Terrence now, second free throw coming up. So still, we are not a good free throw shooting team, Bobo. I'm afraid we're now 11 for 16. And here's the second one for Terrence. It is up. It is good. So 12 for 17. My math tells me that is about 65%-ish. RJ with good off the ball defense. A three from Wisconsin, no good. And a rebound for Terrence. And he takes another tough foul from a Sijian and whatever. Not even a name. 73-63 to 63 with 56.7 to go. And Illinois will try to ice this. Good vibes at the State Farm Center today. A couple moments of frustration. But overall, that's a, Tyler Wall or not. A solid performance from Illinois that hopefully writes the ship. Sometimes, hey, you take the breaks that are given to you. You lose your five-star recruit for whatever reason not not to compare him to wall because he's clearly much more important for them as terrence misses the free throw god dang it but regardless there's been enough bad luck in the last month for this illinois team some of it's self-inflicted that you just take the break you take the advantage of tyler walls out today it's a long season and i'm sure there will be a game where a key guy for illinois can't go so i don't feel bad for it he makes a second free throw back up to an 11 point lead 56.7 Hawkins and Terrence, each with 20. Epps with 15. Meyer with 10. I'm okay if those are your four top scorers each and every night. They call Terrence on the foul, even though Wisconsin just, this guy just kind of turned his shoulder into him. It's just, whatever. It's just, it's the Badger way. I'm trying to watch this here. I mean, Terrence did kind of run into him. But it's just like, that's all Carter Gilmore is good for. He's just standing, turns his big-ass shoulder into Terrence. Knocks him over, you gangly dope. God, I hate them. I really, I'm sorry. You think 36 years old and as a teacher, I should be a little bit more mature about this, but I really can't. Oh, Carter Gilmore, 30% from the free throw line. Let's see how he does. First one is up, and it is no good, and he's going to foul and send Terrence back to the line. Well, let's make both of these Terrence and end this damn thing, because we could be here all afternoon. <laughs> As Illinois looks to get out of here with a win, what I'm going to do here with 48.2 to go, not to be too presumptuous, but I'll hit the sponsors real quick so we can sign off when this game is over. DP Doe online at dpdoe.com for all the best deals and prices. dpdoe.com. Also, Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Give them a call today at 217-841-4728. That's Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing, your home's best friend. Real quick, before I get the next one, here's Terrence's first free throw. It is up. It is good. 12-point lead. Also, Rector Construction, online at R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com for all your home exterior projects. That's RectorConstruction.com. And finally, State Farm Agent Brian Hansen, online at BrianIsMyGuy.com for life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, Brian is my guy. He can be your guy as well at BrianIsMyGuy.com. All right, second free throw coming up for Terrence. 12-point lead turns into a 13-point lead. 48.2. 48.2. Chucky Hepburn, he's going to have to shoot this one quick. He's coming across the timeline here with, with Terrence on him. Looking for somebody. Ooh, nice nice passing lane defense by Terrence. The three's up. Kiss my ass. He makes a long three. And, of course, Greg Gard is going to call a timeout. Please boo his ass. Go back to your accounting firm, Greg Gard. Oh, my God, they're annoying. Ugh. 
I just, I always feel at the end of a Wisconsin game, even when it goes well, I always am just exhausted with their whole stupid shtick and their ugly ass uniforms, Under Armour, who really, oh, Adidas, I'm sorry. Everything about them just is, oh, I hope Luke Fickle falls flat on his face and I hope all their goofy, jolly fans have two decades of just utter mediocrity. It's only fair. If there's such a thing as a karmic principle in this world, they will fall back into just mediocrity. All right, from Justin. Maybe locker room issues will be solved from here forward. Look into that uh, statement as you must. No, I yeah, I know what you're talking about, Justin. I mean, if you read between the lines, and if you just look at body language, and you might say, well, okay, what are you, a body language expert? Remember Nick Smith? Of course you remember Nick Smith. In the 0405 season, there was never a more miserable guy despite all the success than Nick Smith. He was miserable at the... The day after, when they came back to Memorial Stadium and there were 30,000 fans there to greet them, he's just miserable. And eventually it's like, okay, then get the hell out of here, you know? Now, I I don't know if it's as simple as, oh, we lost a player, so therefore everything's fixed. I don't think it is that simple because I think that there are some other personalities on this team that are still figuring out how to mesh, specifically Meyer. I mean, I, I just see things in him that don't sit right with me and... Or the way he, he, I don't want to hear him in another post-game press conference. I, I just, I don't enjoy his thing. <laughs> but regardless, you have enough, right? You do have enough with this team, despite any personality conflicts, to make the tournament and have a, a somewhat successful season. And it looks like it started today. Wisconsin is going to drag this out. God. Keep your cool, Carp. You're going to win. Don't be angry. But yeah, uh, I, I think overall that can be overcome. And it's you know what I what I'm most encouraged by going back to a game in November. I think maybe in the first game, it was Hawkins and Terrence that had great games, and it made you think, man, if these are our two stars, so to speak, we got something going. Now I'm not going to bank on the fact that Coleman's going to turn into a stud scorer, but he needs to continue to shoot these catch and shoot threes. He needs to because he's pretty good at it. I don't want to see any more of those 30-foot step-backs. But the catch-and-shoot, you got to shoot it. Less pump fakes, more shooting if you're open. And I think that'll be open for him all year. He's six foot ten. Okay, Illinois, going to inbound it here. They find RJ. Nice bounce pass from Matthew. And RJ gets fouled from Chucky Hepburn. Please make these, RJ. And please don't let Wisconsin hit a three because then they'll foul again and we'll just go on. And on and on. Exhausting. Okay. Anything else in the chat room here? Hey, T. Scott, good to see you. <laughs> I see what you're saying there, uh, Andrew. I, I would comment on the pod about that, but I, I none of that's verified. The rumor of of a little tussle in practice. None of that's verified, so... I probably shouldn't speculate. Sounds fun, though. RJ, second one is up and good. 78 to 66. RJ, pretty good free throw shooter when he does get to the line. So 30 seconds to go. They're going to launch up a three. For the love of God, don't let them make it. Chucky Hepburn, 35 feet. Oh, my God. Vegas is sweating this out, guys. They're sweating this out. Seven-point spread. Terrence Shannon Jr. with the ball. Oh, my God. Stop fouling. I I hate them. I hate them so much. How many wins in a row against Wisconsin is this? I love it. I, I love that. One, two. Okay, so in the pre-COVID, you won twice against them. Or maybe just at Wisconsin. You won two games against them in the COVID year. You won two games against them last year, just one. Would this be five? At least five. Terrence makes this one. So if you're in Vegas and you have the seven and a half point spread, this is a big shot because God knows Chucky Hepburn is just going to launch up a 35 footer and it will go in. Oh, they take him out. Maybe a Seijin or the other one, Klesmet, will make a long three. So this is a big one for you betters out there. It is up. It is no good. Uh-oh. Here we go. Will they cover? Will they not? Here's a Seijin with a long three. It is up. It is no good. And it's a rebound for RJ. He's going to take it the other way. And he is going to dribble this one out. Illinois covers. Illinois, more importantly, wins. 79 to 69. Nice. 
and get on the board in the Big Ten and continue their dominance over Wisconsin Athletics, and may that continue in perpetuity. Five in a row, says Big Tota, over Wisconsin. Thank goodness. And... Yeah, I feel pretty good about this. As Bobo says, 47% from the field, 52% from three, 73% from the line. And he confirms the five in a row against Wisconsin. That'll do it. Well, hey, YouTube Live, thank you guys for joining me on this Saturday afternoon. I hope you have a good rest of your day. This is much needed. Malik Elsey commits to Illinois. We'll talk more macro Illinois football in the next week. Uh, Jordan Slaughter is coming back as well. If you get Julian Pearl, that offensive line should be pretty good. I know they weren't good in the bowl game, but I think in one more offseason, they can turn into something pretty damn good. Feeling good about that. And you, God, needed that game so badly against Wisconsin, and by golly, you got it. Beat Nebraska, and let's have some fun next Friday night. All right, everybody, take care. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you soon. It is the 200 level. <laughs>